Dustin Chapin and Anthony Capper. That was a very soft opening <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Jay gave it about a half throttle. Anthony could barely get through a half of a chord. And then I have no idea what I'm doing. So uh, we might even bring Jeff in early since he's got to go, go bury somebody in Staten Island. Um, yeah, go, we're going to break Jeff in early. Uh, he's part of the show. He's the reason we all... Love Pat Benatar. Give it up for our good buddy <laughs> Jeffrey Paul. Everybody, bring it in, Jeffrey Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, better get in the whole famous. You, can, you can't folks. talk over the intro music. That's how it works. <laughs> he was giving you a nice melody, and you talk right I'm through. I'm giving it. you. See, we're all already, we're right already in up in arms. See, From that's why I bring time. you in later, <sighs> Jeffrey. You just start shit up top yeah. with your with your attitude and your bottle of water and your. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm drinking O'Doul's. Walking around like he's John Cougar Mellencamp over here. <laughs> Listen, Devo. <laughs> Devo. I like Devo. They're, good. they're not they're that talented, but they're good. They're good to listen to. Um, are they talented? That's a question. Yeah. Devo. That's it. You think so? I think so. And they question. were talented and innovative, I thought. Innovative, yes. more innovative than talented. Well, they well, were like more artists. Rock. It's than, like most punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Most punk rock is that. You know what yeah. I mean? Most punk rock is more innovative than it is they like won't. chords and talent. And, you know, like, you know, not everybody's like Steve Vai in a punk band. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were. I mean, they, yeah, they, they weren't, weren't Steve Vai. I'd rather listen yeah, to Devo cool. than Steve Vai. Personally. Do you even know who Steve Vai is? <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. He's always like. Like that. Trust yeah. me, that's not what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I know some Steve by stuff. And he, he played on um, he played Ross on Rhodes. David Lee Roth's yeah. uh, first right. solo album. He's now that Eddie Van Halen is dead. He's probably the greatest, like rock yeah. guitarist. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah you I mean, can just, just sum him up in one chord. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I get it, I get it. There's, I don't like, like Tom Petty, like, and he's really, and he's a brilliant. Like, I get it. So, Okay, you got to stop. This is totally getting worse. <laughs> you don't like my finger tap? I don't. I don't know where we're going. So, yeah, what I was talking about. So, anyway, I'm drinking. I'm just going to go off. So do, I'm working out some material on Dustin's vinyl. So, <laughs> so I'm drinking a Heineken Zero Zero. If you guys want to sponsor us, uh, I would love that. And, uh, you know, it's like I drink, I'm not, I drink non-alcoholic beer. And I get shit for it all the time. Somebody's always like, won't you just drink soda? It's like, no, maybe I want to taste the taste of beer. Like you don't have to make me feel conscious, you know, about it. And, uh, and then, so usually I'll drink a seltzer. You're a big seltzer fan, right? But oh, I love it. I drank a seltzer before this. I'm, here's I'm feeling pisses, it. You're crazy. Here's what pisses me off is that now, <laughs> now they're spiking <laughs> seltzers. Like get your white claws off my spell seltzers. Like what, leave it. Can I have anything? Yeah. <laughs> And I, it, that really bums me out because now every time I go into a bar, I'm like, hey, do you, can I get a seltzer? Yeah. And they're like, you mean like a White Claw? Yeah. We don't have that. I'm like, no, I want like water with bubbles. Yeah. Can you what just about give me you, that? Jeff? Do you, drink, you still drink booze, right? Yeah, I still yeah. drink booze. What do you drink? Like Everclear? <laughs> like, what do you drink? <laughs> <laughs> I, I drink Ripple. Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever Fred Sanford you know, kind of left over, I drink. Mad Dog 4040. Is that a thing? Uh-huh. I don't know. No, I'm a... I don't know. I'll, I'll drink. I'll, scotch. I like scotch. I've, mm. I've been uh, last couple of years really been a big scotch really? guy. I don't know. 
That's good. I get, I would drink that. I guess yeah. if I was if I was you, I would drink that because you, <laughs> you have a classier yeah, life than no like way. Anthony. So it's like I would. You got a house, <laughs> couple of houses, get cars, get kids, got Labrador retrievers. You drink scotch, but when you're just like you know, you drink scotch. Yeah, but when you're a check spot away from doing handies under the bridge, you know, you drink whatever <laughs> seltzers on sale. Yeah, <laughs> and what or when I was whatever drinking. alcohol that won't get you back in rehab. <laughs> That's what you. Drink. <laughs> I used to drink. Any well whiskey when I when I was uh, drinking. Yeah, and you did you put fruit in your seltzer? Uh no, I mean sometimes I'll get one that's flavored, but I don't mm. I don't I don't put anything in it. I just do it straight. Well they have flavors now. I don't know if you need it. No, sometimes at the bar they don't have flavors, so you gotta put fruit in it. I'm not afraid of that. I'll do a straight oh, up. I, I'm always too. I am on the well. Let me tell you something. I don't have enough cocaine for the entire universe. So if I want to put a little lime in my seltzer, you know, after ODing three times, I think it's okay. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. If I was at the bar sitting next to Jeff, he'd give me shit for a little squeeze, squeeze with my lime. He would. So not if you spritz. put it in seltzer. If you put it in beer, I'd have a problem with that. Not if it's Ducati. Yeah, Tecate or, or with Co- some Corona. Salt. Mexican no. beer needs those two beers, Corona and uh, well, definitely Tecate. Tecate is the better beer. I love Tecate in a can. That's the good stuff. Yeah. You got a problem with Tecate in a can with a lime? Yeah, what's, yeah, your, yeah. what's your deal? I don't drink that. You think you're better than it? What's yes, your deal? Yes, I do. I'm going to drink Heineken. Drake's Bush. He drinks the way he votes. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, some, not, some Natty Ice. Natty Ice I was has got to be the most guy. southern like, trailer park natty beer ass. ever is Natty, natty Ice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we drank that. I grew up in the south trailer park. We drank uh, Schlitz. Drank natty that was ice. big. Schlitz was big. Bush was big. Just, it just Milwaukee. Coors Light, my God. That's all Texas drinks. That's, That's all they I drink. I don't my, drink that. And I don't tap in the Rockies. It's horrible beer. It's 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 goat piss. I don't know how people drink that. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Coors Light sponsoring us. I don't believe in their product. But the the, the zero zero this this is a better beer what, what and it's and later. it's got no beer. It's got no beer and it's a better beer than Coors Light. <laughs> you have to drink a case of Coors Light to feel my the buzz. brother has got like five DUIs and mostly what he's drank was Coors Light because he would drink like three <laughs> cases of them because it's like water. <laughs> it, there's no alcohol. Yeah. Like after a while, you're just bound because it doesn't taste like you're drinking anything. So anyway, um, well, that takes us to, you know, today's, today's, well, this month is I try to do, you know, I try to think of innovative stuff because you guys never give me anything. So I have to come up <laughs> with great ideas for the show. I'm never asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw some at Jeff and he'll run run with it, but nobody's just going out of their way. So uh, I figured it's back to school. You know, it's September, which we all, we all, you know, know what that feels like. Remember that. How was your, how was your school days, Anthony? Did you feel like you were kind of a, kind of the kid that they thought was going to like shoot up the school? Like I felt like. (laughs) Probably. If I, if I wasn't in New York city, uh, cause you know, it doesn't doesn't really happen in in New York city. It's like, uh, always Colorado towns or whatever. So you were to school in New York city or Bronx? Yeah, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up. I know uh, where you grew up. I'm just, what, what, like, give me a, give me a, what area of school? Where did you go? Like, Oh, well we moved a lot. 34th street or what? Oh no no! Uh, Bronx, Brooklyn, uh, Staten Island. 
You went to school all over in the Bronx, place. Brooklyn, and Staten Island, and you're still alive. Wow. I, I yeah. don't even I don't even believe yeah. it. That's amazing. Um, so I feel like uh, you know, and Jeff, where'd you go to high school? I went to high school in Staten Island. God, Staten Island. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of your high school, Jeff? Cottonville High School. Cottonville. That doesn't Cottonville sound racist. <laughs> yeah, Cottonville. I know. Hey, listen, we had, a, we had a black kid. You had one? <laughs> yeah, uh, Willie Maxwell. I can't say anything. We had one too in my high school. <laughs> and he was the class president, though. Like, he was like the shit. He was like one of the richest kids in the school. It was the craziest thing. You know, one of my one of my friends, this guy Mason Ash, same thing. Yeah, successful guy was it was class president exactly. Yeah, it was weird. It was like we were all like, "Wow, this guy." I forget his name, but he was he was cool, good dude, man. He was really snappy dresser and stuff. But uh, you know, high school and all that stuff is uh, you know lead usually leads us to music. You know, I feel like that's you know most most high school moments for me. I think about you know, just bands and concerts and like concert t-shirts and like all that, you know, that's a big, that just will get you through it. You know, oh. it's like a lot of times you won't get your ass kicked because, you know, you and the jock like the same music, you know, a lot, <laughs> it's like, a lot of times, you know, I would, that would say my ass. I remember I had a Ted Nugent shirt on and like, I was about to get a fight with somebody. Then the guy was like, Oh, I love Nugent, you know? And so, <laughs> that's before he became, he also had cat scratch fever <laughs> that's before he came a fucking lunatic hey isn't that crazy <laughs> i you know i know you lean a little bit jeff and i nobody's judging you for that but you know but that guy's that's I too am. far don't you think jeff a little bit the way he is that no that, no you don't think so no, what? I love oh, yeah but you love don't love him. everything that he cares about or you wouldn't be in showbiz anybody well <laughs> but, okay you, you should no, but I, I, I like Nugent. I mean, I don't know a ton about him. You know, I know like he likes to live off the land. Safe, I kind of get that. I like answer. that. Uh, um, no, no, it's yeah. the truth. I, I, don't, I don't really, I'm not influenced He's by fucking... any celebrity, <laughs> I, any celebrity okay. politics. Does, it, does think... it affect the music at all or the art at all? No. What celebrities do? No. Really? You, their their, any political, their any political affiliation, does it affect the art? Yeah. That, or their no, behavior at all. Just, well, I think those are two different questions. I think oh, okay. the political. art, no. I think the behavior, yes. Yeah, well, actually, political, you lean to the ones most of us don't like, so that, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're, not, <laughs> we're not talking John Lennon here, all right? We're talking, yeah. No, that's cool. I love you for it. I think it's great because you're honest about it. It's fine. I'm going to give you shit because, you know, that's what we do here. But uh, yeah, okay. I think it ruined him as a musician, though. Because here's what happened. It ruined it ruined Bono. It ru it ruins people. It's like just I don't like it at all either. I don't want to know what your political affiliation is. I don't give a shit. You know, it's like just just do your thing, man. Just like shut up. Like I, I, I get it. I I'm the same that. way. I'm the same way. It's just like just do. I mean, it's, you know, I say Bono. I mean, I don't know. They didn't make a good album once he started like fucking being so, you know, going after all the shit. I feel like. Unforgettable Fire was their last great album, and then fucking Rattle and Hum and all the shit after that. Uh, I didn't know fucking Joshua Tree. Unforgettable Fire is a great album. That was a great album. Joshua Tree is a perfect studio radio album, but it's not something that I could ever listen to again because Rite Aid has ruined it for me. And every <laughs> every elevator, every. <laughs> 
every department store it's always playing but they were a huge part of my uh high school existence though U2 was the coolest thing, you know, in the world. Not when I was in high school back in 87 or something. But they, I even have it today. So what I decided to do is that I brought some of my vinyl. We were discussing a particular uh, record today, but I'm going to just share a couple, you know, albums that were kind of part of my high school. But I, we, we shit on U2. I can shit on U2 all I want. Um, <laughs> but uh, Rattle and Hum was a big part of my existence. I was at I was at the show at in Fort Worth um, when BB King played. That footage, nice. like you, you could see my little back of my little spiky hair and stuff, or ponytail, whatever fuck I had back then. But uh, that was on uh, Love Comes to Town. Love Comes to Town. That's right. And that was great. So I went through a lot of like different kind of uh, albums and things and phases of music. Um, let's see. So this was a weird one. And uh, I went through a lot of like dance stuff. This is Dead or Alive. <laughs> Love them. Love them. Dead or Alive was, uh, you know, it was a weird. I got obsessed with with that, with Pete Burns and everything. And is that the second album? This is this is the second. This is after Earthquake, yeah. Yeah. Um, or Youthquake. Youthquake. Sorry, Youthquake was the first one. And that There's a really that, great song off of that. That uh, you spin me right round. That was oh, the, this one. This one. Oh, that's who that this is. This one. Uh, their biggest songs on the probably the two best songs is Brand New Lover and uh, Something in My House is a really good one. Well, that's the, that's a great Something song. in my house, and, and it has yeah. it has clips from The Exorcist in it, like Kurt, like uh, like just uh, sound bites. So it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, this is. Uh, have you heard of them, Anthony? This is kind of a dance band from I, you know England and stuff. Yeah, I know it's, the one the one song, "Spin Me." Yeah, right, it's, right it's classic. But this is how we got chicks because chicks love this <laughs> band, and we used to go to an underage nightclub, and they it called Monopoly's Park Place, and they had a had a life size like. Uh, Monopoly board on the on the dance floor, and then like this is the music that was playing. It was like Dead or Alive, and like all this dance music. And uh, I haven't thought about it? them in years. Nobody has. And then, uh, and this is a band that's kind of this album was popular when I was in the uh, when I was in high school. This is another kind of great dance band. Yaz, um, that's uh, Vince Clark and Allison Moyet. Yeah, this is this is good stuff, you know. This is like I played Great. the shit out of this, and then you know, I, you know, and then I, then you have Depeche Mode and The Cure, and New Order, and all that stuff. But this is you know just a couple that I pulled, and you know, this is uh, you know big parts of just my child fucking Vince, high school brain. Vince and, Clark uh, from Yes started Depeche Mode, and he right? started that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's very talented. And um, Sinead O'Connor has to get a shout out. I've talked about her before, but this album. Uh, so in 120 minutes and uh, her video came out, Mandinka, and it was just blew my mind. Great song. It, she's just fantastic. This is a perfect album. Do you Have you heard this album, Anthony, the Sinead O'Connor, Lion in the, uh, the, Lion the Cobra? Uh, is that the one with Nothing Compares to You? No, no. That's oh. that's and that's no. her commercial success. This is a badass oh. album, dude. It'll make you want to cut okay. your wrist, but it's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I think that's her first album, right? Yes, that's her debut yeah, that's album. A good, that's a really good album. And, uh, you know, and then I started getting into some weird stuff. Uh, the Cramps were kind of uh, oh, nice part, you know, just kind of experimental stuff, kind of punk rock surf music and stuff, which is cool. And uh, and we've we actually covered this band on the show. And but this album was a big part of my, you know, 
high school days. It was one song, but it was still part of my no living color. Well, that was, that was um, cult of personality. Open letter to a landlord. That was Dustin's favorite song on this album. What was it? Yeah, well, open letter to a landlord. For a second, he had it, it on was. a loop in his house now. <laughs> Cult of personality. Well, then I got to see them with my dad and we saw Rolling Stones concert. So that was pretty cool. Rest in peace, Charlie Watts. And um, yeah, yeah, then we just started kind of, and then it was bands like, you know, and then it was old bands, the Beatles, you know, my, I I got my buddies, got us in on the Beatles, you know, that kind of thing. And then, uh, then there was some kind of cool, some cool shit that was coming out, you know, the replacements was like, uh, this is a, this is a cool one. Uh, don't tell a soul, you know, good shit. And then uh, this, I mean, this this album was huge for me. In Excess, Listen Like Thieves. This is like a great, great album. In Excess was a band that like, yeah, just, you know, it was okay to like pop music when they were, you know, this talented. Because they, you know, they were just saxophones and guitars and shit. It was great. So this is a cool band. And then we have this album, which is going to bring us into our other album. Uh, this is uh, the Cult Love album. And uh, yeah, this is an album that kind of like, you know, a lot of people don't think of the Cult as kind of a goth you know, band, you know, because a lot of people, you know, don't realize, you know, kind of where they came from. But this is actually their second album. And their first album is Death Cult. And uh, you might even before that, there's some Southern Death Cult track album but doesn't really didn't really chart or anything so they're ba- technically their first album is death cult and then this is their second album and this album is has all you know she sells sanctuary and all that stuff and it's uh it has rain, rain. On it too. i was about to say that i don't interrupt your <laughs> intro to the music i don't ever say a word till you're finished <laughs> i'm on limited time dustin unlimited time you got we're about to, to pop that it we're about to pop it calm down we got it and so uh, this is a great album. And uh, this is, uh, you know, Steve Brown produced this album and it was and it was a hit in the charts in England. And it kind of, you know, ev- uh, Evolution and uh, Rain and She's So Sanctuary was pretty big. So anyway, Jeff's got to go. So we're going to bring it in. So this is the album, uh, the Colt uh, Electric album. And uh, the thing is, it's like um, Ian Astorberry, who's the lead singer um, of of the Cult, was kind of like trying to figure out, you know, kind of their next album and their next sound. And they had recorded the album, um, and uh, they didn't. We weren't completely happy with how it was sounding because it felt like it sounded a little mush, kind of love. It kind of sounded like that, and they kind of wanted a different sound. And Ian Astorberry uh, got into the Beastie Boys and um, realized that Rick Rubin was doing some amazing things with them, wanted a different sound and wanted to kind of like trying to wanted to, you know, kind of get more into the rock sound of what was happening in, in the United States, because, you know, a lot of the, you know, those Guns N' Roses and all that stuff was happening. So they kind of wanted to compete with that. And they wanted to kind of just share this image of just kind of being these gothic, dreary rock guys. And so Rick Rubin started working with them. One of the quotes he says is like, Hey, you want you guys want to do pussy British music or do you guys want to rock? And that's a, a direct quote from <laughs> from Rick Rubin. From Rick Rubin. So Rick Rubin made this album with them. And uh, there's two albums actually you could get. Uh, they, they call it Electric Peace album, and it's basically it's this album without Rick Rubin, and it's very kind of like over extorted and pedals and all that stuff. He stripped all that down. He kind of uh, you know made it kind of an ACDC sound and kind of yeah, just really totally kind of ACDC. like compacted all this kind of you know guitar stuff. Made the solos shorter, 
because the cult, man, you see him live. I mean, Billy Duff will go off on it. He'll do like a four minute solo because we saw him live a couple of times. I've seen him live probably six times. And in high school, I saw him open for Billy Idol, which is an amazing tour. Uh, but anyway, so this album is great. It's got uh, it, I love every song on this except one, which is the cover. And mm. uh, that's born to be wild. And that's OK. Well, I'm glad you they, said that. they took a They, they <laughs> took a risk with that. It's fine. It's one of the I get it. And, um, you know, I, I think what happens also, too, is a lot of times bands, they'll do a show, they'll do a song live and the crowd goes crazy because it's a cover. And then it's, oh, yeah, I mean, let's put that on the album. And it's never good. It's just because it, covers really work in a live setting, but they don't always work on an album. And so even if the album's successful, I don't feel like that's a track you should do. But this is got everything else is great on this album. You know, Wildflower, Peace Dog, Little Devil. Uh, Electric Ocean, uh, Outlaw. I love all these songs. And um, I love Removal Machine is a fantastic song. And uh, has a little bit of kind of a sound to, you know, a little bit of Rolling Stone, Start Me Up or whatever. But it doesn't sound like that when they do their version. So Rick Rubin made it kind of sound like that. Because when you hear the original version, it doesn't sound like that at all. Because it's kind of distorted or whatever. So this is kind of the breakthrough album for the cult. Um, this album went to charts. They got huge off this album. This was the, the you know they were able to compete in the rock arena circuit, and they were everywhere. And and uh, it was just uh, it was kind of my band. And the thing is, in high school, there's certain bands I don't listen to anymore. There's certain bands like I don't listen to Dead or Alive. I barely listen to The Cure. I don't listen to Smiths because I like vaginas. You know, I don't. There's certain bands that I just don't get into anymore because it was a time in my life. But I still crank the cult. I still see the cult. I go to every concert I can. I listen to their music. They're not the greatest band of all time, but they they speak to me because they're a combination of everything I like. A little bit of goth, a little bit of rock a little bit of punk, a little bit of Native American, a little bit of Doors, a little bit of ACDC. They, get, they have all the things that I kind of am. And so it's kind of a, a combination of music that really speaks to me. And, uh, you know, they're one of my top three bands of all time. And I just really love them. And even when it's a new song that kind of sucks, I still like it because I love his voice and I love the licks of Billy Duff. And so, Jeff, what would you think, buddy? Um, I like this album. It's not my favorite. I like love before and i like the uh, album that comes after it yeah, um, Temple. I think that's it's a hard, good one but uh, i think this i think this is a fine album um i like the song uh, little devil a lot um i think it's very catchy i love the riffs on it um yeah uh i love that you, know, you have rick rubin who produced the bc boys and slayer like the the famous rain in blood you yeah. know um sound so i i like i like that i also like that you know when this album came out i remember i was in high school as well and this was had to be like mid mid 80s and this was like when you had maiden and priest and metallica was breaking and like i i i thought this was like like you said, more of like a, a rock and roll record. It wasn't, it wasn't metal. It wasn't goth, but it definitely wasn't like uh poison doing like a fucking ballad. It was a know? little goth. Like, like when he, the, when he, when he bails his, I mean, when, when Ian sings, there's some, there's some haunting kind of, you know, well, yeah, well, he has that voice. he's, a, he's yeah. a phenomenal singer. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll put it out. There. I love his voice. He was, you mentioned the doors, you know, when the yeah. doors came around again, he, he was the guy who that sang was a for mistake, them. but that's okay. He tried. I thought he sounded great, different. didn't you? <sighs> yeah, but it was, you know, sometimes it's like you should leave things alone. 
<laughs> I, I think if you're a, I'm not a Doors fan, so I, I didn't I didn't really care. But I think if you're a Doors fan and you want to hear am. those songs, and I, think, I don't. You think he sang? I thought he sang. No, them I well. don't want. I don't want to. I love the Cult, and I dig the. I dig like two Doors albums, and it's like you know, and I just don't want to do that. I just because I I think it was an ego thing because people compared him to Jim Morrison, right? And so I felt like that's why he leaned towards that. And sometimes people mm. get a god complex, and they go, well, "I'll be Jim Morrison." Like, don't dude, put the tambourine away. Like, just nah. stay with the Cult. Like, I don't know. I I didn't like it. I didn't think that was kind of weird. I'm I'm not into it. But I thought this was good. This was like a good, good rock and roll album. Um, when they toured on this album, I remember uh, Guns N' Roses was a support band. That's awesome. They were just wow. breaking. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, this is a, this is a band that just, you know, kind of has a lot of elements to it. And a lot of people don't like them like I do, <laughs> but I just enjoy them a lot. They're so good live and they, you know, they go out of their way to kind of, you know, to, be with their fans and like really give them what they want, but they're, they're good, man. I mean, this is definitely not the best album, but this is my high school album. This is it. an album that, you know, I think Sonic Temple is a perfect album. I think this in love is almost a perfect album, but I think Sonic Temple is a better album in the sense of the songs because they get better just like any band, you know, some bands stop after, you know, getting good, but this band, the first album wasn't good. And so they got better and better and better. And so I feel like, you know, and, and I also think Billy Duff doesn't get a lot of, uh, respect for his guitar ability because he he can really wail man. He's a he's a great guitarist. But this is you know I just remember being my Suzuki Samurai, putting in the cassette, you know having the top down, just cranking up, just driving around with my fucking hair flying in the air. You know it's just it brings back a memory that it's very fond and so and I like I said I still like the cult. I think they're a cool band. Anthony, talk to me. Um, I mean, I thought it was fine. I have no problems with the album. I did not like the uh, the cover. The cover I thought was lame. The the uh, Born to Be Wild. Oh, I thought you meant the album cover. Oh, the album. I also thought the album cover was a little lame. But <laughs> dude, uh, this is one of the most beautiful men you've ever seen in your life. What is wrong with this album? The, the, see, you just say what I say. If I hadn't said anything, you wouldn't have said the album cover was lame. You're just treating me like Jeff now. All right, go ahead. What do you got? No. Uh, I, I like I like the production a lot. You because stick to your opinion, Anthony. <laughs> I'm gonna bully you. You don't have to like the cult, but you can't say the same things I said. What else? Give me something else. We get it. I'm the fucking Born to Be Wild was lame. All right, what else? I'm I like the production. The production. The production. Uh, Sounds a lot like I've never heard you say that about any band <laughs> ever. <laughs> You've never been like. If you think they suck, that's fine. I don't care. But I like them. I think they're good. Bite you on no, because it. it's out to me. I I can hear the you know like that first Beastie Boys album. I hear the similarities in the in the productions and and the uh, I mean the guitar tones are, and even the riffs and stuff reminded me a lot of ACDC, which I guess they were going for. I think the singer sounds a lot like uh, Glenn Danz Glenn Danzig. Uh, he he was giving me Danzig uh, vibes. Really? All I way think through. Danzig's a little deeper. Me too. They're both kind of really crooning got. a little bit. Yeah, this you know? guy's this guy's falsetto. Like I don't know if uh, dancing. I see what you're saying. He's very goth like that. And if you listen to their first 
album is really closer to punk than actually this stuff. And I think this was also like a, a way to make money and to be a household name. And like this album was like, cause Rick Rubin's a genius. So he was oh, like, yeah. oh, he's like, I got this kids. But on, that's the thing. Cause they used to dress in pirate shit and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, look, dude, you got to wear jeans or leather. That's it. It's America. You can't be wearing, you can't be wearing this pirate shit. Like these fluffy shirts and shit. Like you got yeah. these pirate, they wear pirate shirts. You're like, you got no, no pirate going, shirts. I love you. Keep going. Keep going. I'm curious. You, you have you have something with, with pirates I, because wasn't I was pirate. I was dead or alive he wore an I'm eye patch. I did. I went you to the pirate. Whatever. I'm I'm into it. I'm just saying. <laughs> They were into it too. Maybe that's why I relate to them. They were pirate people. I am a pirate. Look at me. I'm a fucking pirate. <laughs> the pirate of comedy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> always have been. Fucking don't book me. I'd open a room down the street. I'm a fucking pirate. <laughs> Nobody's more of a pirate than me. All right, go ahead, Andy. Finish it up. Jeff's yeah, I am a pirate. I'm a fucking pirate. I, uh, I I listened to a little bit of the um, what is it called the Manor Sessions? Uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like some of the same material, yeah. uh, and I thought that sounded. I didn't like that. I didn't like okay. that at all. It's very eighties, like like um, like typical cliche eighties production, and that that's what that's one of the things it I, I like. It wasn't really a production. It was just sessions. But it sounded, you know, the drums had like everything had all that reverb and like, okay. like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reverb, they were shooting well, for yeah. like that typical 80s have sound. You, have you heard Colt Love? Have you heard that album at all? No, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> the Colt is always a band that I've right, been hearing about rule. since then. <laughs> When we cover an album, we got to at least listen to one other album. Oh, I didn't know that was a rule. Of the band. It is now. We've made it. A, it's a new rule now. Well, I listened to that some songs off of the That means we're going to do more John Mellencamp. You have to get the whole catalog <laughs> in that band. You got to get the, you gotta do the whole box set. It's the rule. <laughs> it's the new rule. Um, yeah, Cult Love is, you know, it's a little more cure with like more harder guitars. So, like it's it's got a weird sound that's that, that was kind of a big part of that 80s kind of golf thing and then you know but it, we hadn't heard anything like it before because it combined kind of hard rock and golf at the same yeah. time and so it was you like know, you know i feel like she sells sanctuary right uh no oh, that's a more she goth sells sound. seashells that's a great gossip you would like that song that's a good song you've heard it that's I'll been that's maybe. been a lot of movies and stuff i'll i'll, yeah. I'll you know i'll just I'll, I'll check it out i'll do more research on the Did you ever see less than zero anthony no, but I know the Elvis <laughs> Costello song. Well, it was you in know, the movie Less Than Zero. Here's the deal, Anthony. It's like this. Like, giving you the cult album, and now yeah. I'm not comparing them to the Beatles at all. They're not even close. But it's almost like me saying, hey, listen to Yellow Submarine. This is a great band called the Beatles. And then, like, that. <laughs> That's the only album you listen to. You yeah. have to listen to the Encompass, the whole band before you, you know, one album is not the whole band. There's some bands are the first Led Zeppelin. That's the whole band. But it's like a lot of, a lot of bands, they yeah. don't quite get there. Why do you, why are you shaking your head about that? You don't think because that first, first album is great? Because every Zeppelin album, except for Presence, is amazing. Is that Nobody, four? I, see, why can't you, why can't Zosa? you agree with the fact that I'm saying that like <laughs> that one, one album is so good that you listen to it once and it's like, it, you get the band. It's a great album. It's a great debut by, I, 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 don't think, I don't think it's that best. <laughs> It's a great debut album. That's all I was saying. <laughs> I can't. Don't you have to bury somebody in Staten? 
<laughs> All right. The cult I can't is hear great. you anymore, Jeff. Oh, thank God. Your, yeah. <laughs> Lost your audio. <laughs> that's right. That's that's the that's that's the the gods, the music gods. Now, <laughs> Jeff's right. It's Led Zeppelin's a different kind, of, but you know, but this is a cool band, and they're they're a fun band. And if you want to be my friend, you have to kind of like them. Just so you know, Anthony. I so, kind of like them. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think it's it, it's a similar thing as as when we talked about Guns N' Roses. I think because like when this this came out, what eighty seven or something. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Somewhere so 80, 80, like, 80, yeah. you know, when I was like, I don't know, eight, eight or nine years old getting into music in like the early nineties, that this, just that kind two. of sound was so over, even though it wasn't that it wasn't really old, you know, yeah. but as a kid that didn't remember a, a band like the cult or guns and roses, it just instantly sounded like to me sounded like music that was, you know, 10 or 15 years older might as well have been the doors, you know, yeah. stuff like, so when I hear it now, that's what it kind of reminds me of. of like, just. It's, well, it's of, interesting you say that. Cause when I, cause when I went to Chile and I came back and everybody's talking about this band Nirvana, <laughs> yeah. I just thought they sucked because they sounded like everybody else in the seventies and they yeah. were, they were so overrated and it was just so forced. And I was just like, this fucking band sucks that everybody's going crazy over Pearl jam sucked. I hated all the grunge music. Cause I was like, this is shit we've already heard. All yeah. the shit is just, it's rehashed music from the sixties and seventies. That's all it is. So that's what I thought when I heard your music. And yeah. so I get it. It's and th- like, that makes sense. And it took a while for me to appreciate that music. But just so you know, unlike you, I can actually take a turn and start to enjoy the music. <laughs> I, I had nothing against it. it. Up until because you're Born 10 to be years wild. younger. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Up until Born to be Wild. I gotta go, guys. Where oh, the fuck later. you going? <laughs> <laughs> you get in here. Don't leave me alone with this youngster. I need your backup. <laughs> Is any uh, no? I, I, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I love a lot right. of stuff from that time period. One, there's okay, just one last kind of sp- one. Let let Jeff say one last thing. Oh, Go ahead, yeah. Jeff. Sign off, Jeff. What do you got? I think he's frozen. He's frozen. Oh my god, he's done. Are you frozen, Jeff? <laughs> yes. Oh okay. wait, there he is. He's back, <laughs> Jeff. One last thing, Jeff. You get yes. to, you get to sign off before you go bury your body. Go ahead. Okay, I'm good sorry? point. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm parting freezing. Words? I'm on a delay. Okay, we're going to have words for us? Pa- parting words, 80s, high school music, whatever. Just give us something. Oh, for me, the, I had wrote something down about my high school years. Uh, oh, my God. And the thing I kind of remember, like, <laughs> He's in the Island, Port- you, had fights between, <laughs> you had fights between rock kids and disco kids oh i like this i like this that Keep was going. that was like the big right. i mean fist fights this is what we used to do okay all right guys i'll catch you next week that was it oh, okay. oh that was <laughs> it uh, i was waiting for this great story about, about well, no, guys fighting at belmont guys in jean jackets i'm not the, rolling my and, eyes and like my story would have included about. a lot more john cool no no anthony you don't appreciate did you go to high school in Staten Island? I started so freshman year. I was in okay. Staten Island, and then the other suspicious. three years I, I was think in Brooklyn. He was homeschooled. Okay, we're not sure what's <laughs> happening. There's a lot. Of, good rest of the show. Bye, folks. There's a lot of school. All right, see you later. <laughs> he was on a delay. He thought I was rolling my roll eyes. I didn't eyes. roll my eyes at all. You don't roll your eyes. Oh, it's just us. Uh, they turned off. They turned off the the twit the thing. Did you uh, go to school in Greece? Somebody said. That's hilarious. In what does Greece? that mean? 
Is that what know. somebody said to us? Did, Did you I go, go to school th- in Greek? Do I look Greek? Well, people used to always think I was no, Greek when didn't. I was in high school, actually. They did. <laughs> Jewish or Greek? Did you tan at all? I feel like you've been pale most of your life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it depends. Like when I was a little kid, I used it's- to play outside, you know, so like by the end of the summer, I was real dark. But then, you know, once I got into music, I was kind of an indoor kid. I wasn't into sports yeah. and stuff. So, and, and you know, you same really with comedy venues sports. and stuff. I like, think someone oh. pushed you, maybe. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. My mom wanted me to, she wanted to like show me like man stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> she tried. I was in karate, baseball, basketball. Man stuff. Was, yeah. Man stuff. Was, you know, I didn't have a dad. So she was like, well, I guess I'm the dad. So what did, what did dads you did, do? You didn't, miss out. you didn't miss out. I had a dad. It wasn't that great. <laughs> I hear a lot of stories about how <laughs> shitty it is. So Dude, my dad was, I mean, like, you know, it's like, like, we just got a puppy, you know, yeah. you've seen the puppy, uh, Lacey, yeah, she's and she's a cutie. Best. And, you know, it's just like, you know, and when you get a puppy, you know, it's like your life changes. Like, you know, it's because you got to, you got to take it outside. You got to like, you know, do all these things for it. But when my father had kids, his life didn't change. He was still out <laughs> drinking, he was out chasing chicks, he was still <laughs> fist fighting, like just. Like, you know, there was no like break off where it's like, oh, I'm a dad now. Like, it was just like ridiculous. And speaking of sports, I remember one time um, we finally got my dad to do something uh, that was like connected to me. And uh, so they signed me up for soccer. And then my dad kind of got wrangled into coaching the soccer team. And I'm like, it's like I was nine years old and he had never, he knew nothing about soccer. And so, but, you know, he's a boxing guy and he knew sports or whatever. So we figured we could figure how about how hard could it be? You kick a ball that way or that way. And so <laughs> and he really went out of his way when he went to the library, he got all these books, whatever thing. And then and then pops showing up and then I'm standing there and I ended up coaching like four, four, four coaching sessions. It was just me making everybody nine years old, just make everybody run around and like kick the ball. Like I've been, I became the coach a for nine like, year old coach? Like three weeks. Cause he just stopped coming. <laughs> You're like smoking a cigar. <laughs> Take another lap. <laughs> I'm not making any of this up. I swear to God. I was just like, and they were like, well, somebody's got to tell them what to do. So I was like, just run laps. I was like, I didn't know what to do. Just kicking the ball. And we lost every fucking game. He eventually came back. We lost every single game. It was hilarious. So I lived the real <laughs> life of Ladybugs, the movie. But, um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. But anyway, rest in peace, Dad. You had some good moments with me. He took me to some good shows. He took me to Rolling Stones. What else did he take me to? Forget the Pixies. That was cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah, he. I mean, it was kind of like he was like, "Where do you want to go?" And uh, we were in New York for the first time, and I was like, the "Pixies at the Roxy." And so he oh, just nice. stayed up in the top and like had drinks and I just down yeah. in the pit and stuff came up. It's like, what, a, like uh, a black eye and shit. What album? Do you remember what album they were touring for? Do little. Oh, nice. That's, that's yeah. the best one. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's Talk the about best perfect one? albums. That's very that's close. A perfect album. Yeah. It's a yeah. good album. Um, they said band problems, I guess they couldn't quite stay together. Right. As they, far well, as, yeah. Black Francis didn't really like Kim deal that much. Which that's why now they're back because they've replaced. Oh, did they get back together? 
Yeah, oh, they, no, well, no, they no. did a reunion in like '04 or something like yeah. that, and I I saw them on that, that tour, and that was the first time I'd seen them live. That was, I mean, they were they were really tight. They put on a really great show, and then I saw them. It was like an anniversary, uh, maybe I don't know, 25th anniversary or something yeah. of Doolittle. So they were touring Doolittle. Um, the they worst, were less tight. The worst. What? That's the worst video though. They're. Um... Uh, what's that? What's that song off Doolittle? Here comes your uh, man. Here like comes here your comes man. your man. Like that's the worst video I've ever seen in my life. Is, that video? Video? is it the one where they're pretending to lip sync, but they're just going? Yeah. That- <laughs> 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 I I like the intent. You know, they were trying to be. They're trying to rebel against the idea. Is that what they were doing? <laughs> videos. I think. I don't I know. I thought it was just a really lame idea. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's... You go to school in Greece. Oh, someone, someone texted. They asked if you went to school. Oh, they meant the musical. They said the movie oh, Greece. Sounds oh. like Jeff's high school. Somebody's just calling Jeff oh. really old, which I appreciate oh, that's... that you didn't do the old comments to me because I'm very fragile and I'm cooler than anybody under my age. So, anyway, <laughs> Jeff. Yes, he was. He was in the T Birds. It's <laughs> <laughs> electrifying. Jeff's pretty cool, though, man. Jeff like opened an album, uh, record store, record store right out of high school. It's pretty good. Yeah, ladies. it's crazy. He said he worked at a record store and somehow yeah. saved up enough money to buy a record store. <laughs> yeah, what? like mowing lawns. I don't know what he did. Unbelievable. And now he's somewhere. And Adam is there, but he's not there. This is really driving me crazy. It's just, but you know um, who is here? Me. I'm, I'm here for you. Oh, to talk stop. about the cult. And you're like my school. girlfriend. You're like, pay attention to me. I'm here. I still like you. How come my friends won't call me? Well, I'm your friend. <laughs> so, Andy, you didn't like LA? What happened? I feel like you got a bad experience in LA when you I came just here. did shows that didn't matter. Like really the the best show that I did while I was out there was uh was your show. <laughs> the Thursday oh. show. <laughs> I heard the flappers was good though. You did good over there. I had a good yeah. set, but I, nobody was there that was Nobody's important. Nobody's ever there that's important. It's comedy. It's never there when you... I don't know. the. I mean, the booker... Nobody... It, you know, it's not going to lead to anything. Nah, why? If I go back, it'll just be the same old... When did anything lead to anything? Like, when does it ever lead to anything? I don't know, but I'm hoping it'll start <laughs> soon because... I'm getting old. <laughs> when does been, it ever lead to anything? Like I've you, been trying to just keep my head down and, and get good, and I've been I've been good for a while. And and uh, showbiz is never on your time schedule unless you produce it yourself listening. and you create it yourself. Mm. And otherwise, you know, people. I've been at the same place down the street. I'm trying to get this booker in. Like he says, I sent him all my stuff. I said, I'm a professional comedian. I've been on television. Blah, blah. And he's like, hey, and he's been ringing me around, ringing me around, ringing me around. He says, he goes, hold on a second. Let me, I'll get you a date. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait one minute. And then he just doesn't get back to me. And then he does it every day, every day, every day. And then finally he said, oh, just come down to the show. We'll talk. Why do we need to talk? <laughs> We're talking right now. <laughs> what is this then? But I'm going, I'm going. Because that's what yeah. you got to do. It's LA. But the music scene is here. Did you go to any of the rock clubs or anything? Not yet, but I'll be, You're gonna be back, back, right? 
Just yeah, come back. Leave your girl at home. Leave your dog and your girl at home. Come, <laughs> come hang out with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm coming back alone. Come back I'm with a, me. Yeah. I'll take care of you. We'll get you around. See, that was the thing. You came here with like a station wagon, three kids. You can't do that. You got you to gotta go solo so we can hit places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, I wanted us to check it out so that we could see if we want to Oh, move if you want to move here. And you're yeah. like, no, we're not going to move here. <laughs> but um, now I need the shows to be worth it. But I'm, I'm, I'm doing a cool the rock show on the 22nd, so maybe it'll, they're not... No, it's about it's about getting other things. It's about writing a script or something. Oh, it's about, I guess I could write, you can't I could write a script, I guess. <sighs> this is a different town, man. You want to do stand-up comedy, go to Manhattan. You want to <laughs> well, maybe I want to play more Award. music. Maybe I want to, you know, I got some, I put out three albums in the last 15 I months. I know, dude. So, but LA is a good place for music. Yeah. So I'll see how this music show goes when I'm back. So you're doing a music show at the Whiskey Go-Go? The uh, no, it's at the, the, the Terragram Ballroom <laughs> in, that in cool. downtown. Ballroom. That sounds fun. You love downtown. <laughs> I, yeah. Downtown. <laughs> oh, it, it reminded me of New York. A lot of downtown. It's like a combination of Manhattan and the Bronx. So it was a lot I've of. I've never been uh, downtown. I've been here five months, I, four months. I, I'm not going to go down there. You're not missing anything. The Cecil Hotel. I saw that documentary. I was like, there's yeah. no way I'm going fucking anywhere I near watched, that place. Should have watched the documentary before I. Oh, went. you hadn't seen it. Oh, no. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just you know, it's like LA's. LA's one of those places. It's like I mean, not that I know hardly anything about it. I just got here, but it's you know, even New York was like that. Like New York would be like two streets over, there's people getting murdered, and then go two streets up, and it's like the nicest brownstones yeah. you've ever seen in your life. With People like, having brunch outside. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the difference between LA is just more people outside. So it's like, it's a, you know, where it's like the homeless people in New York kind of hide out. They're like underground people where in LA they're like, Hey, I'm going to pitch a tent right here. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, it's a different, it's more kind of in your face and we're, we're trying to work on it. You know? Yeah. And Denver's like that bills. too with the tents and bills. stuff. I was surprised to see what. Now I'm saying I'm trying to be political and sign. Oh yeah. Bills yeah. And stuff. <laughs> sign bills. Like I'm signing the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just signing bills. Go ahead. I'm Executive sorry. orders. Yes. <laughs> anyway, all right. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I get I get carried. Oh, away. I don't know. I don't Who know. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Give me three greatest high school concerts. Go. Okay. Uh I saw I think I was in high school. Maybe I was in eighth grade, but I might have been in high school. I saw the Foo Fighters open for the Rolling Stones. Oh, shit. Take us through it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty cool. The Foo Fighters had just put out uh, The Color and the Shape. Nice. And so they and they just got Taylor Hawkins on drums. And uh, and so I went with my cousin and his parents, and they wanted to see the Rolling Stones a little bit more, uh, and we wanted to see the Foo Fighters a little more. So it was, you know, it was pretty cool. They, I don't know, whatever they did, a half hour or so. They uh, there was one part where they did my hero and Dave Grohl. They had two drum sets set up, so they did like the beginning part with the both of them playing drums. Nice. So that was pretty cool. And then, uh, and I didn't care that much about the Rolling Stones, you know. I I mean I knew their hits and stuff, but they they really, I mean it's weird. I was a little kid, but they impressed me. You know, I they played Which for like almost. It's hard to do when there's a band that didn't come out in '96. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for you i know how, i know how you are <laughs> but they played for like three hours you know and it was like mostly hits you know like 
I, I knew so much of the songs, which is crazy, you know, for three, three hours of just like iconic songs. Um, and so, so that was, that was a really good one. Um, let's see what else. Oh, you know, yeah. So in high school, I loved the Foo Fighters. So the other one is also going to be a Foo Fighters concert. But I saw them on Halloween, one year, but whatever year it was, and uh, they came out just like the Hives, because the Hives had just come out, and so they, you know, they had the suits or whatever. They they played "Hate to Say I Told You So," and that was that was fun for their encore. They had they started playing um, "Planet Claire," and then Fred Schneider comes out and sings it with them. What? And and actually, I was looking sort of recently. They now you can uh, it's like released on. They put out some stuff on the streaming services. It's just like all, a bunch of collections of like mm. unreleased stuff. So you can actually find that performance of 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 them doing that song with with Fred Schneider, and it was great. It was great. awesome. That's so, two Foo Fighters concerts. What's the last one? Yeah, uh, there's a uh, local H. I saw local H. I've seen them probably like. 10 or 15 times and I saw them a bunch in in high school and they're cool. just like I mean it's so cool because they're so loud and there's only two of them and this was like before the white stripes had come out so it yeah. was like kind of a big deal that it was just two guys making making all this noise and it's they're like one of the only bands when you hear them you can tell that they were influenced by Nirvana but they are good like most bands it's pretty you know it's like Puddle of Mud or some some band yeah. like that um, or Caesar or something like that. But uh, I don't know why Nirvana just influenced the worst bands of all time. You have a Nirvana tattoo? I feel like you have a tramp stamp that's Nirvana. No, I don't have, you know, I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> but I, yeah, I should get, I should get one. We'll get you I should one. get a tramp stamp. You love the, Nirvana. The face. You love Nirvana. And, and I get it. Was, I get it. They're, they, I could get them speaking to you, you know, like you're yeah. an angst kid, whatever. And, uh, and my mom was into like punk rock and stuff. So it like for me to have my own music, it had to be a little bit different. You know, I grew up with the Ramones and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I when I heard you. Nirvana, it's like, oh, this is, my mom doesn't really like, my mom even had Pearl Jam's 10 before I did. But wow. for some reason she didn't like Nirvana that much. And I was like, okay, this is my band. <laughs> this one's mine. <laughs> That's how it is. That's why I don't like weed, because my mom smoked weed. I was like, why would I like weed if my mom smoked it like it was nothing? Yeah, what's so cool about that? Yeah, that's why, you know, I did heroin, because nobody was doing it. <laughs> don't do heroin, kids. It does make the music better, but don't do it. <laughs> Hang in there. Uh, my top concerts, um, I have so many. Um, you know, I've talked about some of them on the show before, but... Uh, you know, Public Image Limited was really cool. Um, that was a really cool concert that I saw. Um, the Stray Cats with Reverend Horton oh. Heat. Reverend oh, Horton cool. Heat were a yeah. really cool band. Uh, that was great. Um, Lords of the New Church is a great freaking band. Um, that's three. But the topper, I've said it before on the show, but it's, you know, it's one of those, those monster concerts. And it was just like, it really stuck with me. It was... Uh, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. It was NXS, Guns N' Roses, Iggy Pop, Smithereens, Ziggy Marley, One Ooh, Bill. And it was wow. just this crazy kind of like combination of music that, you know, had never really been together before. 
Because a lot of times, you know, you'll do like Monster Jam. They'll be like all heavy metal or all Lollapalooza yeah. type bands. But this was something that was like everything. And it was all in one. And to see Iggy Pop in an arena with his shirt off and uh, going crazy. Like it was playing you know, Lust for Life and all. And it was great. And then That's Guns N' Roses cool. was in their prime. So, yeah. um how the Smith Smithereens get on that? That's a that's a great bill for them. You know, somebody's got to play while they're walking in. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Smithereens. It just—it's so weird. They're by far the least famous <laughs> band on that bill. Yeah, they're. I met one of the guys from Smithereens. He works at Whole Foods on like down the street. <laughs> I was like, "Were you in the Smithereens?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I'm the drummer." Like, ah, that's what I thought. I saw you in Dallas Cowboy Stadium. So that was a great show. It was good. We started talking about Iggy Pop. It was great. <laughs> oh man, this has been a weird show, guys. But I think uh, I'm happy for it. And here's the deal: new announcement. Uh, okay. Dustin's vinyl Patreon is coming out. Um, we're it's live now. Anthony and I will get some content out on there. We're gonna do some goofy stuff that we want to do without. Those other, those other heavyweights, those guys weighting us down. Just kidding. But, uh, we're going to do some fun stuff. I might bring in some comedian friend, friends of mine, let them kind of talk about their albums and stuff. We're going to have a good time. We're going to make it fun. We're going to have some videos on there, some content you know, that you haven't quite seen on the show. So check that out. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and let us know what albums you got and stuff. And uh, Anthony, why don't you rock us out with a song and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. All right. I'll play. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna play a song from my uh, "Cats Using Toilets" album, tape. which is streaming cassette everywhere. Love I have a cassette, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll do, I'll do one of those. Can't this. make fun of old people when all your stuff is on vinyl and cassette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <How's that? laughs> we made that shit popular, kid. <laughs> you can't make fun Somebody of us. <laughs> I, I'm not making fun. I was just, I was just, and I love a lot of stuff from, from know. you know, from just play 60s, your damn 70s, song. 80s. Play okay. your damn song. <laughs> Here's a song. Pleased to meet you, fellow human. Do you realize life is just an illusion? So you're heading to the airport on your way to an all-inclusive resort. Right then, I looked and I saw your face. Just before your face was shot right into space Now you're swimming with piranhas And you've been stricken with stigmata on both your hands Oh, so tell me if you wanna Smash open this piñata Eres bueno para nada So let's smoke some marijuana And we'll forget to use the Oxford comma when we say that the Dalai Lama does not believe in karma. Oh, I like that one. It sounds it's very early okay. cult, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Great show. God bless America and rock and roll. Go to record stores. Yay. Yeah. <laughs>